Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. And now, your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. I'm your host, Scott Peckford. And I want to tell you today, share a story with you about one of my second year in the mortgage business when I made a $40,000 error. It cost me $40,000 over the course of like six weeks. And I want to talk about what happened, the situation, what I learned from it, a couple of the takeaways, and then hopefully help you avoid making one of these mistakes yourself. So I want you to picture this. I'm second year in the mortgage business, doing pretty well. I did it over 120 loans. I thought I'm kind of a big deal. You know, I'm, I, I think I know what I'm doing. And I had this opportunity to buy into a, another mortgage company, and it was a small one. I had just started my own company. I was flying high. We had a good team and everything. And then I have a friend who said, hey, you know what? You have this opportunity. You want to come join me at this other mortgage company. You can buy out my partners and we'll have this great business. And, you know, you seem to know what you're doing. You can help coach these guys. And so my ego really started to get like, ooh, I could coach these people that have probably been in the business longer than me. And I could be the boss and I could make some money off their work. So all this stuff is going through my head. So I go sit down with them, find out what they want. There was realtors that owned part of the business and this mortgage broker. And so the realtors are like, we want out. They could see the writing on the wall. This was not something they wanted to do. And they wanted 40 grand for it. And so I sat down with him. We went over it and I said, oh, this looks like it could work. And we had a couple producers that were pretty decent. So I'm like, oh, it shouldn't take that long to make the money back. And I sat down with my wife and I'm like, so what do you think of this deal? And she's like, I think this is a terrible idea. I'm like, well, why? She was well, because it's going to be a distraction. Business is going well. You're going to go out. You're going to buy into this business. You're going to be trying to babysit these people. My wife said to me, I met this one guy who worked there and he seems like he's going to get you guys sued for sure. Like, cause he seems not very smart because my wife actually has a background in mortgages as well. And she was actually right. He was a hand grenade just waiting to explode. Right. I had multiple discussions with them. I had multiple discussions with my wife. And then I said, to my wife said, what are you going to do? And I said, okay, you're right. This is a bad idea. I'm not going to do it. I should just focus on my business. So I said, let me go. I'm going to go meet with Michael, my business partner. And I went and I sat down to tell him that I wasn't going to do it. And he turned on the sales pitch and the charm. So I did it. I ended up coming back saying to my wife, oh, remember I said I wasn't going to buy into this business. I'm like, I did. She's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? I could tell with the look. She's like, this is going to turn out badly. So I buy into the business, move into the office. I'm like, this is great. People are coming to me, asking me for advice. I'm no longer focusing on production. I'm not focusing on origination. Within two months, the people, the best producers we had, they left. The way I was going to make back my money was from these other producers. And they were like, ah, we're out of here. They left. And I literally had nothing. So if I would have just waited three to four months, I would have got that for free. The realtors would have been like, for the love of God, take this off our hands because it's not working. But because I had my egos in the way, because I was like, I wanted to be a big deal. I got distracted from the thing that actually made me money, which was growing my business and originating. So here's the lessons in this for you. If you're listening to this, and if you're at that stage in your business where you're kind of like, what's next? I'm, you know, I think I'm pretty good. Incidentally, this is the most dangerous time is when you're at the peak of success. So you hit a level of success and then you're like, oh, this is when arrogance creeps in and ego. And, you know, they say when you go mountaineering, 75% of accidents happen on the way down. So it's not on the way up that you make the mistake because you're focused. It's on the way down. And I think it's the same thing in business. When you hit a new peak, it's usually right after when you get prone to these kinds of mistakes. And so three lessons that I wish I would have known at the time. First, ask for and underline this part, listen to advice. I asked for advice. My wife's smart. She's a good business person. I sat down with her. She clearly articulated all of the challenges with this. We could both see, but I didn't listen to it. So 
one of the things I see happen, and I've been guilty of this, but don't assume success in one area, success as a originator guarantees success as a manager of a mortgage office, because there are different skill sets. And I see people do this all the time. And incidentally, in my podcast, I love mortgage brokering podcast. You know, I talk to people all the time who fell for this exact scenario, they build their business up, they're doing well, they go, wow, I want to give back, I want to help others. These are all noble and good things. But now they start focusing on becoming a manager instead of a producer. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, 12, 18 months later, they're making less money. They're like, wow, I'm working harder. I'm more stressed out. I'm making less money. Remind me why I did this again. I could literally give you dozens of people who've had this exact same scenario. So don't assume success in one area guarantees success in another and ask for that advice and listen to it. The second thing is double down on what's working. You know, if I would have realized that, okay, I did over 120 loans in my second year. I'm like, how do we do 150 or 180 loans I would have made more money by going out and getting to 150 loans than I would have ever made by trying to get a bunch of people that are not super motivated or productive to become productive. This is another mistake when we have that success. We think we need to go do something different. Instead, just double down on what's working. So if it's working, do more of it. If last year you had something that really worked well in your business, now is not the time to be like, this is working really well, the realtor thing. I'm going to go out and do Facebook leads. It's like, why are you going to do that? What would happen if you doubled the number of realtor partners you have. You probably have to staff up and team up. So you don't need to do more things. You just need to do the things you're doing well. So the second thing. So first was ask for it and listen to advice. The second is double down on what's working. And then the third, this is really just a practical thing is that if you really want to make money in our business, focus on origination. The money is in origination. Like I said to you already, the number of people that have started making money as an originator, then said, Oh, I know I'm going to become a manager. And then next thing you know, 12, 24 months later, they're like, wow, I'm making less money. I'm way stressed out. Don't take the bait. Now, if you love managing people, then do that. Yes, I'm not saying don't do it, but don't assume that that is the natural path you have to take. I don't think it is. I think it's actually a path that most people take and regret. A few people are made for it. The other thing is that when it comes to mortgage businesses in Canada, at least, if you're not going to get really big, it's not worth doing. If you're not going to build a brokerage doing 500 million, you're going to make more money with less stress by just focusing on origination because there's just not enough money in the management of it. Now in the US, it's a little bit different. It can be a little bit more lucrative, but it can be very distracting. So I'm not saying that like, typically people will see a dip in the origination. There's other reasons to do it. So if you're doing it because you just want to be able to help others and you want to be able to build something cool, that's great. But if you think you're doing it because you're going to make money and do less work, you're fooling yourself because you'll do more work to make less money than you would if you just focus on origination. So here's my three takeaways tips from this $40,000 mistake. And thankfully, my wife didn't leave me after this mistake. It actually wasn't the biggest mistake that I've made in business. I'll share in a future episode a uh, mistake that I made that was even bigger than this one. And somehow, still married, by the grace of God, we're still together. But the three takeaways for me were first, ask for and listen to advice. No point asking for it if you're not going to listen. The second is just double down on what's working. Don't do something new. Do what you already know how to do and do it better. And then finally, if your goal is to make money, then focus on origination. That's where the money's at. The money is not in building a brokerage unless it gets really, really big. All right. So my next show, one of the questions I ask often in my other podcast out of mortgage brokering is if you could get in the DeLorean, send you back to your first day as a mortgage broker and give yourself some advice, what would you tell yourself? And I've had some great answers from this, by the way, from guests on the show. And so I'm going to share with you, if I could time travel and sit down and give myself one piece of advice, and it wouldn't be buy Amazon stock or Google stock. So all this seems to be sound like fun. But I'm going to talk about what's the one thing I would have told myself to be a significantly bigger, more productive, more influential business owner today than 
I was 15 years ago than I am today, this is what I would tell you. And so this is what I'm going to share in the next episode. So thanks again for checking out this episode. If you could do me a huge favor and go to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to this, leave a review for the show. I read all the reviews. I check them out. I would really appreciate that. We don't know if anybody's listened to this, if it's just my dad sitting there going, this is great, Scott, you got a podcast or who's listening to it. So it'd really mean a lot to me. Please leave a review. We read them all. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, it helps us get the word out to what we're doing. Thanks again for checking out this show and I'll see you on the next episode. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.